You're listening to VO Stories, Episode 69. Hi, I'm Tina Zaremba, voiceover talent, mentor, and good old-fashioned storyteller. I believe we all have a story to tell. We can all learn from one another. I created this podcast for you, the VO artist who's ready to embrace all that your VO journey has to offer. You'll be inspired, informed, and transformed as you learn from industry experts, VO talents, and my insights from 15 years in the industry, having voiced national commercials to promos and everything in between. Success in voiceovers is more than just a snazzy voice, and this podcast will help show you the way. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up? Happy Thursday, VO peeps. Well, this episode is connected to a future episode in some ways. So when you hear me say deja vu, it's because this guest I was talking to earlier uh, for another future episode. My guest is the co-host of the widely popular YouTube series, VO Buzz Weekly. I'm talking with the one and only Chuck Duran from Demos That Rock. Listen in as Chuck shares his process to creating Demos That Rock how he approaches producing demos, and the power of branding. You guys are in for a treat. Here you go. All right, Chuck, we're here. Hey! <laughs> like deja vu. What's happening? So I want to talk all about you and demos that rock. How yes. did that come to pass, and how long did it take when you had the idea for demos that rock to then wow. launch it? Well, first of all, I was doing what you know demo production well before I was calling my business Demos at Rock. And at first I was just Chuck Duran Productions. And then I was uh, Chuck Duran uh, Voiceover Demos and Audio Services. And then I was having a friend of mine, Grant George, who's now a big voice actor. And he was uh, doing some web design. And I said, hey, man, will you, will you create a website for me? He's like, yeah, I would love to. So he's asking me how I wanted it to look. And I'm like, I want it to be edgy and kind of rock and roll and blah, blah. And while he's doing it and getting it, I'm like, yeah, I love the look. He's like, dude, he goes, he goes, you should be Chuck Duran demos that rock. I mean, this is like, and I'm like, <gasps> and as soon as he said that, I was like, that's it. That was the missing element. So it was something that I, that I heard, you know, from my friend at the, and he's telling me, yes, what you should call it. And so we did. And then as soon as I did that, um, I said, wow. So. I really need to brand everything like that. And, and you know how branding is. Like I always tell people that the, the best way to describe branding is very, very simple. If you take the CD of your favorite artist and you look at it and then you listen to it, it looks exactly the way that it sounds. Mm -hmm. If you look at a movie trailer um, or a movie poster, right? And then you watch the movie, that poster looks exactly the way that that movie feels. And that is proper branding. So I said, if I'm going to be demos at rock, and if my website is going to have this kind of edgy, cool, modern rock and roll rock star kind of little vibe, my demos need to stand out like that. They can't be demos that jazz, you know what I mean? They can't be demos that, you know, <laughs> that soul, that R&B. It has to have not necessarily a rock, but like an edge to it that really, really helps people stand out. And that's when I really, really started digging into saying, how can I make demos for people that really help them stand out? And what did, how did you go through that process to discover how you could do that? Was it talking to agents or clients and buyers and finding Absolutely. out? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when I first started producing demos 
In fact, I'm going to give you a quick little story. I'm going to make it quick, yeah. but this is how yeah. I actually started producing demos. So, you know, five billion years ago, um, my best friend, Jess Harnell, who's now, you know, one of the Animaniacs, he's wacko on that. And he's on like a million, million shows. He's uh, one of the most successful people in animation voiceover that I know, but we grew up together as kids. And when he first started to get into voiceover, he went for an audition to be the voice of Roger Rabbit and he got it. And then they said, we can't pay you unless you have an agent. So here's the top four agents in town. Go meet with one. He did. And one of the agents that he went with said, you need an animation demo. And so he, Jesse came to me and said, you got to help me produce an animation demo. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and so he asked the agent, we need five demos that you feel are top 10, top, you know, just the best demos you've ever heard. So the agent sent it to us and, uh, and I heard it and I thought they were horrible. Because the standard for that stuff was so low and I'm making records. You know what I mean? So yeah. we're talking about like I'm at the top of the top and I'm listening to stuff that people were doing in their garage. So I'm like, buddy, we're going to make a really good animation demo here. So we did. And he sent it to his agent and his agent said, this is the best animation demo I've ever heard in my life who produced this. And he said, that's my friend Chuck Duran. And so agency started reaching out to me saying, hey, would you produce demos for our people? And then I started contacting all the agents and asking them questions like, what do you need to hear in a demo? What are you sick of hearing in a demo? What do you think will best help you serve your client if you had a demo that had what in it or didn't have? And I was tailoring my demos specifically to the agents so that they can better serve their clients. And even today, when I ask agents, does, do any other demo producers call you to ask you these questions? They say, no. You're still having conversations with agents. You're not just like one and done, had a conversation with the agents. You're considering that, you know, times are changing, trends are changing. So All you're the time, and they are. And so, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, in, whether I'm interviewing an agent or talking to them on the phone, they call me, hey, Chuck, da, 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 da. you know, I'm producing demos. Sometimes they'll call and say, hey, Chuck, we've noticed, da, da, da. you know, this is not happening anymore. Let's maybe do more of this. Da, da, da. I'm like, great, j -j duly noted. And it's like, it's a process because think about it. You, you're, you're creating a tool here. This is not just a like, hey, look at me, you know, kind of thing for your mom and dad to listen to and go like, oh, good, you didn't waste your money. It's a tool. And that tool is supposed to do work for you, not against you. So if it's not produced the way the industry needs it to be, it's going to hurt you more than it's going to help you. Have you ever heard of situations where talents produced a demo either with you or I, I don't know, with whomever, and that <laughs> they booked the job through the demo? I mean, is that possible to book a job from your demo versus getting the call from your agent and auditioning? Absolutely, without a doubt. And I can't stress this enough. And this is the reason why you want to make sure that your demos are constantly up to date and that the content of the demo is what is happening out there right now is because of that. I know people that have agencies and 95% of their work is generated by them promoting themselves with their demo, not through their agent. So, you know, your agent gets 10% of what they get you. So they're only going to do 10% of the work. You know what I mean? You got to hustle a little bit. And so I've literally asked people, why are you redoing your demos? And they've always told me, Chuck, these demos, 
produce more work for me than my agent produces for me because I work the system. And so can you book from a demo? Absolutely. More people are booking from demos today than ever before, which is why you have giant agencies like maybe Atlas or SBV telling their talent, you need to update your demos. So I noticed on your website that you have down your process, which I want you to walk us through when someone comes to you to produce a demo. But one thing that stood out is that you help talent with the marketing piece. So actually, let me back up. Why don't you walk us through the process of producing a demo with you? It all starts off with a uh, with communications through email. And uh, I want to make sure that before we start discussing demo, that you're actually ready for demo. And so have you had the right kind of coaching for whatever demo it is that you want to record? Have you had extensive coaching? Do you know what you're doing? I want to hear your voice. I want to hear your signature sound. I want to hear your demographic that we're going to be serving with your sound and that you can actually do what you need to be doing. I can't produce a demo for somebody that's not ready because A, it's going to hurt them. It doesn't do them any good. And B, it's going to hurt me. Yeah, because my name is on it. I want people out there going like, "Oh yeah, Chuck Duran will produce a demo for just about anybody." That doesn't mean that you need to be a full-on pro. You know, it doesn't mean that. It just means that you need to be ready for the demo. You know, and so once we've we know that you're ready for a demo, then we set up a consultation. This consultation typically takes about two hours. And uh, during that consultation, we talk about a lot. I ask people a lot of questions. I want to get to know them a little bit. I always say that if we can incorporate three major things on your demo, that demo will be a really strong tool. And that is, number one, the essence of who you are. We have to incorporate who you are on that demo because that's the secret sauce. That's why people are going to use you. They're going to buy you for for you. The other is your God-given signature sound, right? Because we're not just selling our ability, but we're also selling our sound and what we sound like. So we want to incorporate that. And number three, we want to incorporate the things that are really, really on trend right now, not last year (laughs) or not even in the future. We want to be really, really super current. And if we can take those three things and put them in a little pot and blend them together, we have a great, great tool. So lots of questions, get to know the talent a little better. We talk about the demographic that we want to serve on that demo, age demographic, everything revolves around age demographic nowadays. It's so strong. And that's why you hear so many people talking about branding. That's all branding is when you're serving specific people, you know, with specific things uh, that they can relate to. So age demographic, and then we talk about content, you know, specific areas of the business that we want to uh, showcase on that demo, whether it be uh, you know promos or commercials or narration or in-show narration or animation or video games, which are two completely different industries. And um, and the other thing to always know that a lot of people out there are always asking is, you know, can I put a promo and a commercial and an animation piece on the same demo? Absolutely not. Yeah. It's, it shows how unprofessional you are. It shows that you don't know about the business. It waits everybody's time, agents, producers, and you don't want to do that. It's just like if you're shopping for a Toyota and you go to the Toyota dealer and you see a bunch of Nissans, you know what I mean? It's a waste of your time if what you want is a Toyota. So demographic is really important, content, and we talk about exact content. And so by the end of our meeting, we we have a really good map of what that demo is going to sound like. Then all the notes go to Stacy. 
<laughs> and my little buddy Stacy. And Stacy will sit there and she'll research all the content, make sure that there's no like legal stuff going on with a particular company, make sure that their slogan is still what it is, or they're changing it, or they're talking about changing it. She makes sure that, you know, that that the, the brands that we pick are really, really, really strong for that person. And then she writes the scripts for it. We stay on brand. We don't do anything that the actual company product or service wouldn't do themselves. We stay on brand so that if they hear it, they're like, oh, wow, this is great. Did we do that? No, but we should, <laughs> you know, because that's exactly what we would do. And she does an, an amazing job writing scripts for people and really, really honing into their strengths. And then we have uh, a record date, which is booked in advance. A lot of the times I have people prepare with a coach. Yeah. I mean, listen, a professional fighter, no matter how long they've been fighting, they don't just show up to the ring and fight. They train for it. A professional marathon runner doesn't just show up to the marathon. He prepares for it. So if the demo is that important, right, shouldn't you prepare for that session? Absolutely, without a doubt. So I encourage people to do that because it helps them to just be prepared and be confident and, and deliver the goods. And uh, at the recording session, it's not just a recording session of me telling them what to do. It's a creative process. We, we look at that session as if we were at real jobs, you know, a director working with you, trying to get the best possible read for that product or service and utilizing not just your talent, but your creativity, you know, and, and, and giving you and allowing you the ability to, to play and to have fun and to create magic in the booth so that you could just be relaxed. And all that is going to come in a demo. You know, if somebody's reading something or acting and they're not feeling too confident about it, you're going to hear it. You're going to hear that in their read. So, you know, in order to get magic, you know, we need to be loose. We need to, you know, it's okay to mess things up. You know, we're not looking for perfection, right? In fact, the more you mess it up, the better the read's going to be because that just means that you're super, super loose and you don't really care about messing it up. And that's how we're going to get the magic. And then after that session is done, typically people are really hyped and they feel so good. They're like, I can do this. I, they leave the studio knowing that, man, they can do this. And, uh, and then once they hear the finished product, after it's produced with, you know, sound effects and all that good stuff, then it's beyond a shadow of the doubt that they feel, you know what, I am so, and that's why they can take a tool like that and send it out to not just agents, but, you know, casting and, and buyers and, and feel good about it because they know that this thing is going to, is a tool and they feel good about it. So talk to me a little bit about the marketing that you help talent with, because as I was looking on, that really stood out for me because I don't see many demo producers that I know of that really support talent in recommending, maybe they recommend agents, but how to market yourself. And that's yeah. something now in this digital age where we have to do that. I think it's really important. I mean, it's, um, and the reason why I do a marketing plan is specifically because of what you just said. So, you know, commonly out there when you go get a demo pro, uh, produced and, and listen, there's some great demo producers out there. And, and I know a quite, I, I refer people to them, but most commonly when they finish their demo, the demo producer says, here you go. See you later. Bye. Yeah, that's it. They've done their job and probably a great job at that. But the thing is this, the hardest part is getting your demo heard. You know what I mean? The hardest part is what comes afterwards. So through the years, I'm like, you know, if I know, how to help somebody. If I have information 
that could actually help you with the hardest part of reaching your goal, why wouldn't I do it? Mm. You know, it just, it's so silly. And, and so through the years, I've actually perfected the method for my uh, marketing plan, which I only offer to the people that I work with, that I produce demos for. If you come to me and I produce one spot, you are not eligible for me marketing, helping you with marketing. Mm-hmm. I only do it for my people because it gives them the edge. And, and there's so many things that we talk about during marketing. We talk about uh, branding how to effectively brand yourself so that people, right from the second that they see your email, they get a feeling of who you are and what you are. And that feeling and that vibe has to represent something that is valuable today. Because if it doesn't, then right off the bat, branding is off. They see it as something that, oh, I don't need this. And they may not even get to your demo just because of that. So it, it all starts from the minute somebody opens your email. You are planting a seed. And, and if you don't plant a seed, then you're leaving it for interpretation, which is never going to go your way. Because an agent does not need to sign anybody. That's not what they do for a job, for a living. If they don't need you, then you need to do everything you can to convince them that they need you. And that's how you do it. You do it with proper branding, great demos, and positioning yourself to present yourself as valuable to them from the get-go. So we talk about branding. We talk about websites. Importance of it, which they should look like and should not look like. We talk about maybe a, a, a branding positioning statement, which is sometimes a, a way that people remember you by. We talk about even your email address. My goodness gracious, I can't believe how many times I've had people say, you know, oh, my email is, you know, Rick uh, Rick Welch at uh, Rick Welch ninety two at aol.com. I'm like, <laughs> well, we need to change that. That could be for your friends, but for business, you can't have that. You know, I mean, I mean, imagine if like Apple sent you an, an, an email that said Apple 952 at AOL.com. <laughs> You'd think it was spam. Um, and then your email signature, right? It's important to have an email signature. And then we talk about, we talk about agents. We talk about what agents to reach out to, how to reach out to them, what to say, what not to say, when to follow up, how to follow up, what it needs to say in the subject matter in order for you to, to then over for that email to even get opened up. Because 99% of the times, those emails that are just unsolicited like that just go boom, right in the trash. That is why I do it. Because when I sit down with somebody for two hours and we make a marketing and we do a marketing plan, I know that they have now a, a, a path that's going to help them get what ultimately they came to me for because nobody just wants a demo. Right. And I think that's something that's really unique that you're offering. You're right. No one does just want a demo. No, they you want, want an agent. You want more work. You want more auditions. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want, yeah. Oh, I so appreciate you and all this information. And I'll tell you, when I looked at VO Buzz Weekly, as well as Demos That Rock, I was like, man, you, I, it's so clear to me that you and Stacey know so much. I, I don't know if you guys went to business school. I don't think you did. But about marketing and branding, it seems like it's pretty intuitive for you. I mean, I have to say, I've, I've been to, you know, lots and lots of seminars. I've heard, you know, many, many great business speakers like, you know, Tony Robbins and, and just a bunch of others just speak and talk about business. I've read books, so has Stacy. But ever since I was, you know, 20 something, I've been doing business on my own. I've never been a job oriented person. And I know what it takes to be successful at business, you know? 
So it doesn't really matter what kind of business you are. If you know what you're, what you need to do, then you could be successful at anything. You just need to take the proper channels and the proper steps. You just can't blindly go like, well, maybe I'll try this. That doesn't work. You got to have a plan. So how can folks learn more about you and Demos That Rock? Well, you just said it, demosatrock.com. Also, I have a, uh, a VO Buzz Weekly has a, an off series on the VO Buzz Weekly uh, YouTube channel called Demo Spotlight, voiceover demo spotlight, which is us recording the sessions that we've done with some of the major voiceover talent. And we take, you know, a two hour session and cut it down to like 10 minutes and just give you like the essence of what happened in a little mini interview. But you get, you get to see the process of, you know, somebody professional recording a demo and you get to see the mess up. You yeah. To, I was watching Bob yeah, Bergen actually. That, yeah. You don't listen, this That's is great. not rocket science, you know, but you get to see them also kind of having fun and playing around and da, 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 and then you hear the finished product right after. And so I would encourage everybody go check all of those out. They're well worth your time. And then if you're ready for a demo, you think you're ready for a demo, then reach out to me, demos at rock.com. And, uh, you know, we can chat. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you're awesome. My last question for you. Maya Angelou says, words mean more than what is set down on paper. It takes the human voice to infuse them with a deeper meaning. So with that, Chuck, what do you hope your voice conveys in life as well as in work? In life, I would hope that people would look at each other as family. Mm. There's nothing more important to me than family. I love, I love when people do their due diligence to bring people together. And so that's, that's my whole life thing is with, with that is just bring people together, you know, share the love. And it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what you are, just share the love, man. I mean, there's just, there's no reason not to. And the world is so much better with it. And professionally, I would say, you do your due diligence. You know, don't be mediocre. Be great. Doesn't matter what, you're, what it is, but don't be mediocre. Be great. And great just takes a little bit of activity, a little bit every single day, and you will become great. It's the people that are like, ah, you know, uh, I'll do it today and then maybe in two months and then blah, blah, and then three years have gotten by and then you think you're ready, but you're not because you've only been doing it for a week. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we don't want to do that. Just uh, work hard and love everybody. <laughs> oh, I love that. And you are great. Thank you so, so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. I love Chuck's way of describing branding. If you look at a movie poster, that poster looks exactly like that movie feels. I also love how he views demos as a tool and supports talent in marketing themselves. But honestly, what I so appreciate about Chuck is his outlook on life. And folks, he truly is a guy that is about bringing people together and sharing the love. I mean, he just, he just oozes that. So with that, share the love, my VO peeps. Until next week, here's to owning our voices.